Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils! Hey guys, you know what we haven't heard in a long time? It's been a while. What? <laughs> Finally got off the schneid, boys. Yes, they finally did it. Just finished up five-two devil victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins, who we I can say with confidence thoroughly own at this point. Yes. yes. Um. So yeah, I mean, uh, what's up, boys? Hey, man, what's going on? I didn't, didn't really recognize that team on the ice. It looked a little bit more like last year's team with a whole bunch of different names. So, what's your uh, hottest take from tonight's little win? I got a whole bunch of them. What's yours? hottest oh my gosh there's so many guys that played so well uh a 60 minute game uh complete team effort i i thought that miller looked really good i think that that gave me a little hope for this defense alex holtz could have had four goals tonight yeah he looked great i just i didn't want to throw the holtz out there right away because you know everybody says he could have had four goals tonight that, that goal he got was um that's a finisher's goal you know, there was, oh, was a beautiful. little bit of open net there. It was a short pass from behind the net, so that's tough to kind of corral. I mean, you expect hockey players to get that when you see a little bit of space there. But Jari the had no is, idea where he was. Yeah, the Jari, is Jari was looking to his left. Yeah, so that was that was a beautiful goal for sure. I thought that, um, you know, Luke Hughes's goal or, or assist when he came down, the way he cut through at the blue line to set up that goal for Brat was for was Brat, yeah, thing of beautiful beauty that too. Uh, Palat started that goal for Holtz. Really, with all his hard work, just everybody just seemed to do well today. You you know what struck me the most of this game, as opposed to the three before, um, when the guys started making mistakes, they just got compounded one after the other. So it only took one dude to make one mistake. If the puck ended up in the back of the net, and then everybody would fall apart. Whether that yes. would be overcompensating, whatever the case is. Tonight there were mistakes from the guys that we kind of expect to make mistakes once in a while, like Luke Hughes. Mm -hmm. Luke Hughes had that big mistake. It led to a breakaway, um, you know, at, at the blue line. He, I think he was pinching and he got beat and the puck on the other way. Vanacek makes a big save, like his next shift. He makes that beautiful play you were just talking about and gets to pass over to whose goal was that? Um, Practical, yeah. Uh, who beautiful, thank you for showing up. Thank you for showing up tonight, Mr. Brad. Yeah, yeah. Goal and assists and, that's what you needed yeah. from him. And, and he was he, he was, was pushing the play a lot, he was involved a lot. And the other guy who again made a bad mistake against the boards, Palat threw the puck in front of the net and it got to a penguin who had a good scoring chance. His next shift, what does he do? He makes the play that you're talking about on Holtz's goal, which was all started by him and hard work. Doesn't happen without that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like these guys made a mistake, and they got on the bench. They came out the next shift, and they made plays, and they played their asses off tonight. It was the first game that we've seen all year that looked like a full devil game. Full, right. full, yeah, full 60. And, uh, you know, it had the makings, too, of another, like, really tough go 
You know, this is how hockey works, right? Like Pittsburgh, basically the hottest team coming in as far as five straight wins, only giving up eight goals in the last five. They scored um, first. They scored yeah. first again. Yeah, there was a lot of things. There was, a, you know, I think was it the second goal was the, you know, big breakdown on defense. And yes. Right. It just it looked like one. it looked yeah. like it had trouble written all over it. But in the back of your mind, you did kind of know we've been playing them pretty well. Like I'm confident when we go into Pittsburgh for whatever right. reason. I just I like playing up against them. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things that could have went the wrong way. They, they finally, like you said, Chris, they just kind of tune that out. They just, okay, that happened, move on. And then the score, the way they did bang, bang, bang in the third, that reminded me a lot of last year too, with that just kind of killer instinct when it's now it's time to bury them and to Foley, my God, his shot. Uh, it, I just love that guy. <laughs> I do too. This, this was the first game that they're in, a, in at least the next last five or six that their speed was apparent. Um, they were flying tonight. So, yeah. you know, with 27 million on the shelf, right? Yeah. With 27 <laughs> million good. on the shelf. I guess Miller could have made a big difference, but it sounds more like, you know, that everybody got the message that everybody's yeah. working yeah. harder. It's hard and, to tell, yeah. right? Because they had the seven defensemen. So they weren't mm-hmm. always consistent defensive pairings. So I was trying to really keep my eye on Miller to see who he's playing with, how it was going, but just yeah, overall, you know what his ice calm. time broke down as yeah. I didn't get this. He just jumped right or, down here, but yeah. I could find out. Looks no big. I, I would bet it he did probably played about nine minutes or so. I would guess. Okay. I mean, just off the top of my head. Um, yeah, love to say it was, you know, defensive pairings and all that, but really, like like you said, it's uh, that was the whole team buying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure was. Well, you couldn't ask um, for better timing. I mean, it really was <laughs> the low sure. point of the season. Uh, you know, following a loss, there were another lackluster performance. And I think that just, you know, looking at everything, social media, devil fan stuff. I mean, I don't think devil fans have been lower than going into this game tonight. Uh, And maybe lower than the the, the previous seasons, uh, you know, rough December. Remember, we had that great November, a rough December. And then back in January, they start putting the pieces back together. But, um, you know, December came a month early, it seemed like. And we were in the worst part of this season for sure. To date and uh maybe maybe we're on the upswing huge well, game upcoming uh, you know dan real quick before we get into the ranger game you sure. just you just mentioned about how it you know this is how we looked a lot like last december it right is. and we were having what was the game that got us out of the slump during that bad december if you remember it was december 30th against the penguins and we won, I believe, four to – I think that might have been even an overtime win, I'm not, I think. Um, love actually, I do have Hamilton, it. It was, uh, goal, it, it was a 2-1 overtime win yeah. by the Devils. It was in, it was in Pittsburgh. Uh, I believe that that was the game. And it was uh, – no, I'm sorry. It was it was in Pittsburgh. It was 5-2 win. The Devils came out. They had a 5-2 win, well, very similar to yeah. the score we had tonight. <laughs> that? And that led to the January where we really kind of got our shit together. Right. And, and didn't you look know, back. Yeah. And so. this was – it looked a lot like it. But, you know, please go ahead with your point. Sorry. No, no. I mean, I, I, I maybe we didn't have that huge streak pre- preceding it this season. And – we are definitely playing catch up way more than we were even after that rough December last year. But what I'm hoping is that this was the low point of the season that they get, you know, uh, in consistency of playing 60 minutes, like you said, for the first time that you saw a 60 minute game, because I think even with top two scorers out playing a, a 60 minute game, this team is going to win way more than they lose. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, if they just keep this together, then really the sky is the limit when a team gets healthy again. 
So great things tonight. And yeah, Devil fans, I think, were down. And I think if you really look at this game, it was a super important game. If they lose lose this game tonight, they're losing four in a row, no confidence whatsoever, going to play the hottest team, one of the best teams in the league on Saturday night, who you know is just, you know, have been – they highlighted that mm-hmm. date the, as soon as the schedule came out. Right. And, uh, you know, you have to be up and ready for it. I thought – Vanacek played outstanding tonight. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, like that's the goaltending performance we need. Um, I nice do want to only give up two, right? Just to yeah. see that, like two or right. less, like oh my god, that can happen. And mm-hmm. everybody, everybody just played. It was it was an all around good game. I thought Michael McLeod skated his ass off tonight. He made, he fast. means. Um, I still can't wait until he's back on the fourth line, but he played right. his ass off. I will say and, he's been one of the better players, even as the team's done. Poorly, like he was. Yeah. Definitely, I think he led in shots uh, the previous game, which is that shouldn't happen. No, <laughs> you're right. So, you're 100 so right. See him, uh, you know, fitting in where he belongs, still performing well, but with other everybody else picking up their game. Yeah, I mean, when the the things when everything starts to fall into place, which is hopefully soon, you know, Jack centering line number one and Nico centering line number two, maybe Colin Miller's in. I thought the kid um, Wilman played a good game on the few shifts that he had. I thought he had he brought a lot of speed and little passion to his play. I enjoyed watching him. Uh, he didn't get much ice time, but I liked what I saw. Um, you know, when when you know, I don't know if he'll be in the lineup when everyone's healthy. But like I said, Miller back there playing good. You know, McLeod back down on that third or fourth line. This team is they're deadly. They are deadly. They just what you know. That's the thing. I think like why the Devil fans were so down. I don't think it was because oh we should be winning a Stanley Cup or you know no one expected right. that. Now it was just to see how there was no effort. If you're losing close games and you're out there, Devil fans wouldn't have been so down. You know, right. like hey man, they're busting their ass. It's bad breaks. It's this or it's that. There were a it's, lot of bad breaks. There was a lot of bad, but it was caused by them. <laughs> no, you're right. But I, that's what I'm saying. I could live with those bad breaks, just like you're saying there. The what really concerned me was like, how are we falling apart? And right. you made contrast to that with this game, where yeah, there's going to be mistakes, but how do you respond the next shift? That's what we hadn't seen, and uh, that's what's great to see turn around finally. And you're going into the third period tied two to two. I mean, this was not the Devils didn't have a, a handle on this thing until halfway through the third period. Uh, you know, so it took a lot of hard work. And I, they, I was I, coming into the second, the third period. I just I, I said to myself, I'm like, all right, here we go, time to fall apart because this is what you know the Winnipeg game. I mean, that was one of the worst sixty minutes of hockey I've seen the Devils play in a really long time. That yes. Winnipeg game. Absolutely. You know, that's the thing that's still scary, like how capable they are to play that badly. Like, you know, I don't I hope that's a thing in the past. Yeah, I really do. I, I You know, it's weird to think like one game turns things around. But in retrospect, sometimes it does. I, I you know, going into this game, I was looking at, the, you know, uh, where the Devils are at and what they really lack. And we discussed it last show, a system. I can't say that we have a emergency emerging system here that we're going to play. But I was also thinking how this team's a little different. Like, it's it's very hard to, like, I think you were bringing up last time that the Rangers bought, bought into a system, which is a great move for them because they're looking at their team. And I think, uh, the, you know, the idea you put forth was that LaViolette basically said, this team is going to have to have a system if they're going to win. 
And, you know, I, I'm a big fan of a system, but our team is different. You know, they're very dynamic. So they have to find something that works for them. And I don't think it's going to be a straight up defensive system kind of game. It could be something much more, but they're going to have to find that. And what does that look like every night? I'm still not sure. Because you're right, well, you, they could turn in a bad game at any time. But if you look at the team last year, you know, they did play with a system for you know the good majority of the, the the regular season. They played their system was puck possession. It was just using their speed, you know, intercepting passes, uh, which they did tonight. Um, mm-hmm. They were all over the place. You know, defensively, we didn't have the best defensemen last year. We just really possessed the puck all the time. And our D men were so good at just one shot on goal and the puck is out of the zone. And we weren't doing that this year. You know, we, 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 when, and whenever we didn't do that in games last year, we got ourselves, you know, late scoring late in the period scored on, you know, making these mistakes. Like um, I thought tonight was just, that's, if that's your system, that's just hard working um, offensive zone pressure and just, you know, they weren't looking for the pretty pass. They weren't looking I mean, a right. couple of times because they did have a ton of chances. Um, the thing that impressed me the most tonight was their penalty kill. Yeah, They, right. they allowed two That's shots great. on the penalty kill and had five on Pittsburgh and one shorthanded goal. That's your system. Pressure, pressure, pressure. You know, get the puck and just keep it in their zone. And they did that last year. They did it this game. It's going to be hard against the Rangers. Um, with the Devils and their speed that they have, I don't know if we're ever going to be a team, you know, that's going to be that physical. I don't think that that is this team as much as we feel like they need somebody to do that. I I feel like you just one guy doesn't solve that. You know, I mean, look at look at Toronto. Uh, did Ryan Reeves make their team a lot tougher? No, not really. You know, it's one dude. It's uh, it, it, again, yes, that's but that's it. What's that? In the one-to-one situation, of course, that's probably the guy you want from Right, but, but, you know, how important is he? He's been a healthy scratch already. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just, you know, that that guy, that tough teams. I'll say the Vegas Golden Knights are a tough team. They have tons of guys that play a physical style. There's not just one guy. We don't have that. And you're not going to get that with getting one guy. And I'm all for making a trade for a better defenseman if you feel that that's what's got to be done. But it can't be because we got to be tougher. We're just not that team. And I just wish they would stand up a little bit more in certain situations. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. To be you know grinding out every game with with grit. Uh, But certain times, uh, it's it's important that even if a guy is not known as a tough guy, he stands up for his teammates. I will say Palat has done that when called upon, and. That's great. I want to see it a little bit more spread out. It doesn't even, it shouldn't, you're right. This is not that kind of team, so it shouldn't even show up every game. But when it does, you can't be punked out in a bad situation. And, you know, it's just, it's disheartening. And it looks like a weakness on the team. You give other teams strength coming at you, going, we're going to do this. We're going up against the Rangers. I see the way Truba's playing. He's playing a good game. He emerges there. You know, um, I'm not even going to say like tough guy or enforcer, but more like a character grip guy, you know? And so now you have these two different systems going at each other, and it's very exciting to see what could happen. Of course, the Devils are the more talented team, but as we've seen so far this season, that doesn't mean anything if people don't show up. So I'm very curious to see what happens. Yeah, to your point, Dan, I you know, just the team sticking up for each other is what I really want to see. So if you're taking yeah. liberties with any player, I don't care who you are, somebody, you know, go take that rightfully earned penalty. 
get on the guy, maybe risk a fight that you're not going to win. Nothing gets a team up more than a non-fighter who goes and throws blows, like sticking up for your captain or your star or something like that. And, you know, I'm not saying they got to be cheap and dirty. Just someone takes a liberty, just pounce on them. You know, just show that kind of that kind of I wish this team did that more. I really do. Um, You know, they – they didn't have to tonight. You know, there was no reason to. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you are going to have games against teams like Florida, like the Rangers, like Boston, that are going to get under your skin. And they're going to go after guys. And, look, man, we lost our captain now. We don't know when the hell he's coming back. Hopefully Jack will be back for a Ranger game on Saturday. But, like, you lost two of your best players. I'm not saying Jack's was because it was a hit or anything like that. But, like, look how many hits he sure had this year. Like guys were taking liberties on him before he took the elbow to the head. Yeah, you absolutely. cannot let that happen. I think that, you know, if it doesn't, if it's not a story of Nico is able to be hit out of a game, then he wouldn't have had some of the attention he had this year. I think some of the stuff that went on last year against Florida, um, that's known. I think that's part of the report on this devil's team. That's interesting. So, yeah. I think you might be right. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I think he gets a lot of respect, rightfully so, Nico. But I, I am wondering if, you know, that that's not the message. That's not the report that the opponents it's have. Definitely on one thing that just flowed from the end of last season straight into this season. Like there was, it just continued. Yep. Um, yeah, that that definitely has to change. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's gonna they're gonna have to play a, a bit more physical than you know they're used to against the Rangers. You're gonna have to. It's gonna be hard to get space in that game. Uh, right. I think these guys can do it, but you're gonna have to maybe be a little bit more physical to create a little bit more space. Um, you know, Pittsburgh tonight did not play a very good game. I don't know how much of that was the Devils. Uh, there's a you know very good Always chance that, that you know when you are playing a team like the Devils when they're on. They're very hard to defend. You end up making mistakes. You end up taking penalties. You end, you know, and um, you know, if they can get into their game and play the way they played tonight, they'll win against the Rangers. You know what I, I saw so. tonight too? When they really started putting it together and scoring the way they were scoring, even to make it the fifth goal, the the real energy and excitement of the goals. And I know usually when people score, they're going to be very excited unless it's a completely lopsided game. But what I'm specifically saying is I, I can see that kind of energy. Like this was a big moment, a big game, the relief. Yeah. Like this is how we should play. Like, I just feel like that's going to carry over a little bit. I feel, you know, it's a big game or a big spot, a big situation when Jesper Bratt, cheers for goals because he's yes. one dude that just never does a celly. He scores like a goal. He might get a smile, a smile on his face. Maybe. Maybe yeah. a smile. A lot of times. It's usually Jack making a face stare. at him that finally gets him to smile. Yeah. Or, or like he smiles just off like some stupid yeah. goal he scored that he had no business, you know, he goes on right. that. Or some shit. Uh, yeah. Other than that, you know, so, and he was celebrating tonight. He was, it's when Tafoli scored uh, and when he scored, he was, you know, he was celebrating. So, yeah, you know it was big. This team felt it. I mean, the, the heat was real, and they were playing bad. And I guess it's got to be really hard in a dressing room when you're going through that. Yeah. And, you know, it's – I feel like uh, everything gets compounded. Like, it's got to be so hard to get out of that slump. Absolutely. Just, That's one guy we never really think of as the leader either is Jesper Bratt. Um, you know, he's been the young up-and-comer, and he's very talented, and he can do all these things. But I never looked at him as like a leader and to see him maybe become a, a real leader and thinking about as he ages, ages, becomes more of a veteran, especially if he's showing the consistency that we all want from him. 
wow, what an amazing player that that will be. You know, like we don't even really expect it of Brat, but if he adds that to his game, it's ama- It's huge. I said that Brat and Hughes have that potential to be a you know Lemieux Yager and and you know Dry Saddle uh, McDavid type of combo. Um, the only thing that's stopping Jesper Brat from that, and you just said it, Dan, is consistency. You know, just you can't go on six game scoring droughts, not when the team needs you the most, you know, and he knew the game was important tonight and he played his ass off and he was one of the, you know, our best offensive skater tonight. I thought him and Alex Holtz were our two best offensive skaters tonight. Do you guys think that maybe he's benefiting a little bit from getting that lead scoring role right now in some way? Well, I'll see if he keeps doing it. You know, I mean, uh, he was invisible. Like I said, he hadn't had a goal in six games before tonight. So, you know, tonight, yeah, I mean, though. The, the chatter was already starting right about, like, well, he can't score when Hughes isn't here. Yep. Like, there's, it, was, it was everywhere. It was kind of Because it, it does come down to, uh, in its simplest form, the pressure's on you now. Can you mm-hmm. perform? And you can't. Right. The playoffs, pressure's on. Can you perform? No. Jackson and Nico aren't there. You're the guy that has to step up. Can you do it? No. He did it tonight. He did. You know, yeah. he did it tonight, and, and we're going to need him to so do it on. against the Rangers. He's amazing to watch when he's on. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he's one of the most fun players to watch. He's amazing with the puck, and that goal he had was absolutely gorgeous. The whole that, play, uh, you know, and Holtz's goal that he was a part of, which, oh, no, that was Mercer and Plot. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and Mercer, I'll give him, right? He misses that fucking um, the layup, uh, the the layup pass yep. to Holtz for a breakaway. And, you know, a couple of shifts later, he makes that pass to him to score the goal. They put their, you know, like I said, they were able to compartmentalize. Thank you. That. The dude. And, you know, okay, made a mistake. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to go back out and make a play. And yeah, they who did. was sitting next to Mercer when he was still slamming the door in his stick? He was Palat. That pat. It was Palat. Yeah, it was. That kind of pat in the back, like, mm-hmm. let it go, bud. You know, next exactly. shift, right? That exactly. Kind of so. He got a lot of game left. You know, and that's what but. you want to see from Palat. You know, he's the veteran. You know, he's not. He's just telling him to just chill, maintain composure. That's great. That's, that's mean, a good. This is the mindset you got to have going into the Ranger game. This was, you know, you couldn't ask for a better way to go into that game right now. I mean, because they're they got to be feeling really good right now. I mean, literally, you could like a five nothing shutout wouldn't have been as good as the way this game unfolded, really, because they right. had to come back. They did, yep. and then third period, like you said, it was really up for grabs. They were Who playing good. Pittsburgh maybe wasn't playing great, but you didn't know which way that game was going to go. That's true. And then they pounced. So yeah, yes. they got a real good feeling coming out of that game. They did. They did not accept just losing this game against a good goaltender too. Yeah, he was playing well. He's got a good. His GAA is, I think, two three. You know, ours is three four. So you know, there's a big difference there. It's a whole goal swing. And our save percentage is uh, is just brutal. And I do think, like, what is up with Schmid? I mean, well, that's what I was thinking about with the Rangers. Do you would you give him a shot at it? No. Yeah, I mean, I think Vanacek played the Rangers better last year um, until the playoffs. I mean, he was really good. During the playoffs, I know he was a little shaky. Uh, I would like to give him, you know, that spot. Plus, right now, he definitely is the more steady of the two. Um, They're both taking a lot of shit for their numbers. I get it. by a ton, (laughs) but but by enough. Uh, Yeah. And I honestly feel like um, they're – I've seen a couple articles recently on – yeah, the goaltending and where we stack, and here's the, you know, the, here's you know, I think it was it now. Um, well, your your guy Swayman, right? He's leading the league in goals against it, like something crazy, like one point eight something. Uh, it's looking great, but you know, sounds like the nineties. 
I, I would know. love to see you switch the two goalies and you pick your take your pick, Vanacek or Schmid and Swayman right now. And I my I wager that neither goaltender would have much vastly different numbers. Like there is no way Swayman could get that goals against with the defense we've been putting up, guys. Right. You're right. Totally. So I'm not too panicked. Plus, there is really not much we're going to do on goaltending right now that I can see. So, you know, I, I I haven't seen like a colossal, like this guy, he's been given the lead and he's given it up on softies. Uh, you know, that would make me feel like we're losing games because of these guys. I honestly don't feel like we're losing games because of these guys. I look back at some of them, especially key moments, uh, one, you know, some of the goals that have been I don't even want to say bad, but maybe a little questionable at bad times. So, no, we have not gotten stellar goaltending. These guys are gods, and nobody can save the Devils. I'm not saying that, but I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people are worried about. Right. I agree to an extent. I do agree where you have a team like Edmonton, who their goaltenders were costing them games. It was obvious that they could not stop a fucking anything. Um, We, I feel like, you know, Schmid played... Pretty good in the first two periods against Winnipeg. Uh, I thought he played yeah, pretty good yeah. in his loss in St. Louis. I yes. I think if we play the way we played tonight, I'm confident with either goalie. Yeah. But going in against the Rangers, uh, I think the way that VTech stepped up tonight and really did what we need him to do, what he did all of last year, made big saves when we needed him to make big saves, and he did it. I think he deserves a start against the Rangers. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think this is one of those situations where – uh, this is one of those nothing changes to the next game, unless, of course, somebody's coming back from injury that you can slot back in. Like, you're going to put Timo if he gets there. You're going to put Hughes in. Otherwise, I think you, you kind of keep it. They've kind of earned it yeah. to go into this game. I originally thought this was going to be a Schmidt game. I agree with you on the Winnipeg. It's one of the notes I wrote down. I thought he really started off more than good. I thought he started off great. The first couple saves, I thought he had some really kind of uh, high-end saves, you know, um, and then I don't yeah, know how, how, yeah, how the whole thing fell apart. Uh, but I did have him pegged for that. But I think now, yeah, this is – listen, like I said before, like we, I don't remember the last time we only gave up two goals. So this yes. is a, that's a victory You're in right. itself. You know? Who would you put in, Dan? I, well, I probably would – see, I, I feel like I'm going back on my philosophy going into the season, which is I want to see more Schmidt, and I do. And I think in the last three or four games I've said I really want to see Schmidt in this game theoretically, but not now. You know, yeah. and I said not now because we were skidding in, you know, into that uh, losing streak and we needed to put the brakes on. So I'm going to take any advantage of my goaltending and go with that. So I said, you know, we got to play Vanacek for this game or that game while we weren't playing very well. Now that they've played exactly one game really well, it's still not now. I, I, I need Vanacek in because I want to take that little advantage. And it annoys me because I feel like we should be in a better position and we should be giving – Schmidt more games, and it's not like, oh, I love Schmidt. He's got to get more games. Just the opposite. I want us to know everything about this guy before the trade deadline. Is this somebody we think he's so right there? He's so great for the organization. We got to keep him. Do you remember this game? Do you remember that game? We're not going to know that unless we see more of him than we've been seeing. Because uh, right now, I feel like, do I really know more about where he's at in his game than I did after last season? Not really. And I want to see more of them, but unfortunately, I got to say again, not now, not 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 Saturday against the Rangers. Do Do you guys think that there's a, a a like philosophy if you're a part of the coaching staff or Lindy Ruff or whatever to say 
all right, we played a really solid game. It's what we've been asking our team to do. Vitek stepped up, played good. Uh, we got to get Schmid in that same mindset. And if we play the way we did, I'm confident with either goalie in there. If we play the way we played tonight against the Pens, I'm giving Schmid the start against the Rangers. And I expect this team to keep playing the way that they played against Pittsburgh. And I expect Schmid to start mm-hmm. crawling out of this little funk he's in. And then maybe we can get things wrong with our two goalies. Is that a mindset that you think even happens? I mean, I, there's no doubt. I mean, in a 50-50, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I mean, I can see that being a philosophy for sure. I can see the goaltending coach saying that, like verbatim, like he's got to believe that his guys are where he wants them to this extent, and everything you said, Chris. But still, I think head coaching at the end, looking at it, going, "This is a big game, guys. Need this uh, win. I give it to Schmidt. I, I, Hotter hand. I mean, yeah, I give it to Vanacek. Yeah. yeah, you're playing it safe too. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think it's absolutely. that much safer. I just feel like this is a, such a key moment. I don't want to lose a close game and look back and go, you know, I guess, I mean, we would learn something that in a close game that Schmidt did not have it in him there, but I think I want the win more. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I think like all things being equal, Vanacek is just, to me, still just that much better. It's just a, just a small enough tick better where you can say, got to go with this guy might not be that way forever. Again, and now we got to consider the way our defense is playing in front of him. Like, I get that. Just overall, oh, I would think he's just, you know, just and a tad better. There's also the, you know, mindset. I guess it's all based in truth. But there's nobody that – if Schmidt starts and we lose to the Rangers, a lot of people will say, why did we start Schmidt? We should have started Vanacek. Yes. If the opposite happens, nobody is saying, why didn't we start Schmidt? You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's still, there, it, it, it is kind of the obvious. He's our number one. He's our, yeah, you know. I think so. So I think in a game like this, I mean, even though the only reason that you can make sense out of playing Schmidt, other than what I said before about just saying, okay, the guy's got to get right. in there. He has played very well against the Rangers. Played that's, very well in the preseason. He played well against them in, uh, that's why in the I playoffs. He might get the game. Do you yeah, feel I mean, he, he led the charge to come back in the playoffs? So sure. I don't forget that Schmidt, uh, you know, Vanacek was a killer against the Rangers in the regular season last year, but Schmidt was killer in the playoffs for the Rangers. So, yeah, I mean, on paper, it's just that right now, being that they're in such a fragile state still, of being yeah. put exactly one game together like this, I, I'm going to go with Vanacek. But I think all this time talking about the goalies, you know what? I'm, I got more curious, and I think it'll be a bigger impact what you choose to do on defense. Are we right. sticking with the seven defensemen? Are we starting to replace Miller's time with, you know, taking away from some of the guys that have not been so solid? What do you guys think? Yeah, well, let's assume that Timo was just out for the day, right? So let's say he's the lock to come back in because we really don't know about right. Jack. He might have wanted to get a warm-up game before the Ranger game. So he's going to slot back in. So now we have our full 12 forwards. So, yeah, right. now the question is who's coming out on defense? I yeah. think we know the clear answer. I mean, yeah, but that's our clear answer right. that Smith is coming out. But is he? You know, that's the thing. I, I mean, I think that Colin Miller showed you enough tonight. I agree. Um, yeah. You know, right. I, I think it's even if it's for only a couple of games, I think you have to sit Smith. I think Colin Miller helps you kind of reset the defensive pairings too, because yes. yeah, you know, just a lot more comfortable with him. So for us, it's kind him. of a, a total agreement, no brainer. Smith is the sixth defenseman. I'm yeah. sorry, uh, Miller's the sixth. Smith. It would be Miller, yeah, yeah. And, and Smith so, would be the odd man out. Are you going to be like totally shocked if you yeah. see Smith in this game? No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> because it's Lindy, right? I, would, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if I Lindy. see Smith's got Holtz plot spot. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think that um, 
I think Miller deserves to be in. I think, like I said, he showed you enough tonight. We have a 14-game sample size or 15-game sample size now of, of Brendan Smith. Uh, you know, if you, you take away... You do need to see Miller now. Now it's time, even if maybe he winds up being a bust, which he won't. Yeah, give him a couple games. You need games. to see him. Yeah. You know? Sure. And, you know, they were talking about it in the... Um, during the game, I don't know. Did you get the uh, Bobby? Did you get the the devil feed or were yeah, you watching? The devil feed. Okay, so uh, Bill Spalding had said, you know, I, about Miller that Miller told him, you know, I know I had I didn't play good in the preseason, and I understood why I was sat for the first month. And I watched this team every single time they played, um, you know, practicing with them. I didn't understand. I had a hard time. He had a hard time understanding exactly what they wanted from him defensively. This but is he a felt, Spalding exclusive. That's yeah, exclusive. but he felt well, that watching this know, team for the, the month that he was sitting, he really got a feel of the style that they play and how right. uh, he's supposed to fit in. And it showed tonight. I mean, it is true. It showed he played really good. Um, it definitely wasn't uh, one of our weak links tonight. I mean, and that's what we need. That's why I really want to replace Smith. I mean, he's the guy we needed to be tight, but yet it's like a double swing. He's he's not giving you that, you know, extra d- defensive prowess, and he's actually the most, you know, uh, vulnerable defenseman out there. Yeah. And so it's it's been a, like a total gut punch with him in the lineup. He's he really has to come out if at all possible. If Miller can carry the weight. Awesome. Yeah, you know, for everything we've been through in this early part of the season already, like there's only been maybe a handful of games where the true expected lineup was out there. Yeah, like, you're right. I mean, there's there was always somebody out right from the go. And if you ask me, Miller's one of them. Like yeah. right from jump, that Game was one. Game. And, you know, we never, you know, Foot, I know he's a kind of a minor league or up and down, but he still was a big part of the team last year. I think, you know, Bastion missed some time. There's, there's kind of always been somebody. No sick went out early. No sick, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So know. we haven't really – fielded no. the full team that at least all on paper we were saying this is the logical choice for your top 12 your top six i know you just gotta really hope we're, we're building our equity and the good karma for health return to us because it's been a rough early it's, i know people have had worse you know two month spans but not too many this is a pretty bad injury spate when you pick all the guys and line up how many and, and then a couple of the huge names so it's been rough you know, what did we say all summer long? Yeah. The only thing that's going to derail yeah, this team is injuries. And yeah, I mean, we're predicting, you know, very lofty heights for this team. And we always prefaced it with saying if they can stay healthy. Yeah. And, and it, when we it, did that, I don't think any one of us actually thought that our two top centers would be out at the same time for a long period of time. And right. then you throw like Timo Meyer, Meyer in there again, in there. who, who oh. quietly, by the way, is on pace now in a point of game. Like he, he really did kind of pick is, it up. That's so snuck like, up. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, I, it did been, sneak up. I, I haven't even really fully appreciated how he's turned it around. Yeah. yeah I agree. I agree. I like subtle, the way he's been playing. He, he did pick it up um, while everyone's been out. So. And I expect him to be a very physical presence against the Rangers. Um, yes. You know, Absolutely. he got under Shesterkin's skin and yes, that did. whole Truba's skin, all these dudes, the entire playoffs. And it was it was beauty. Um, you know, Danico had said, I've heard him on, uh, you know, XM a couple of times, mostly during the summer and stuff. And he said, and I completely agree. I've never, he said, he's never seen a player have zero points and have such a big impact on a playoff series. That yeah. Timo Meyer we last we all talked about That's it this true. summer too. The intangibles yeah. he brought to that series very well did just as much as somebody who got game winning goals. I mean, he, he really, uh, changed the way the Rangers played against us. 
and I think if he finds his groove, he's going to be absolutely lethal. Uh, you know, I, mean, I still feel like Meyer has not really felt comfortable 100% with this team. And we got a lot of season left. And I think it's going to happen. We got a lot of years left with them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, I mean, I, I think it's going to happen this season. And I think it's going to be something like we didn't even realize we've been hoping for this much because, yeah. you know, a lot of other stuff has gone on. You know, Toffoli, you're it's just so impressed. He joined this team and is, and is really hitting on all cylinders right away. So it's easy to kind of forget. Myers, this huge untapped potential. It's mm-hmm. He has not, you know, really been at his 100% best. And he's been good. So, you know, once we get the best from him, it's going to be sick. I agree. I agree. This team, look, man, this team, once, I mean, I hope Jack gets back soon. And I really hope Nico gets back soon. But when these guys are in this lineup and this, they're healthy. And like we said, they can keep their head above water, win a few big games. uh, Because you take Jack and Nico out of the lineup and look at the Devils roster. It's a damn good roster. So they should still win. But Man, they can be so friggin' good. Uh, they can shoot up the Metropolitan Division standings in a matter of a month, a month and a half. You know, by January 1st, this team could be in a really good position. But it started tonight, you know, and it, it, this is what we wanted to see. Uh, I just hope that bad was an anomaly and it's not going to happen again because, man, that wasn't just bad. That was some yeah. awful, awful when, hockey. When all said and done, I'd love to – Look at the comparisons between, you know, last December at the weakest point of that December compared to this. Everything yeah. from like the goals. For, and I don't really dig that far into the stats, but I would just be curious to see how similar it is. Uh, if I could remember correctly, the style of play that we were putting out there, the putrid hockey that we were putting yeah. out there was very similar. Like we were having yeah. and like the lack questionable. What are they doing? Yeah, the exactly. Effort, yeah. effort started falling off and that's where it got really that's scary. It. Um, Certain players going away. I mean, we invented that phrase as applies to Jesper Bratt during that period. Yeah, I mean, we exactly. kind of always done it, but we never had to really say it until we got to that bad streak. So there were some similarities for sure, definitely. It was like a, a mini slump compared to it time-wise, though. I mean, let's face it. They, oh, they've yeah. been drifting off for two weeks, but that was a whole month of hell. Yeah. And, uh, th- you know, th- if they come out now, uh, that's really going to even things out, especially considering they don't have that bank of huge you know a uh, winning streak uh, we did not have our you know yeah. amazing november this year yet that was that was the pull your hair out moment too that you couldn't figure because you saw what this team did and then you're like what yeah. the actual hell are you doing now doesn't make it, any sense it was a very night and day november december it was pretty hard and i, I mean i quickly like, fell back into okay that's right i forgot we're a bad team yeah, and I started to really kind of feel like, well, you know, that was a dream. The dream is over. Right. <laughs> but no, they, they did turn it around. And, you know, looking at I remember their low point going, if they come out of this um, as a team that knows, OK, wait, we can stop a slide. It does not have to turn into a big problem. Then they're going to be, uh, you know, really a force to be dealt with. And that's what happened. You know, once we got into January, they won a few. They were looking good dropped them and then you were wondering are they going to go back into that skit so that's kind of where we're at now with this mini situation you won one you know you turned it around uh huge game coming up great chance to you know keep a good thing going or risk a a big slide back into well you know that was just a blip against penguins so it's kind kind of like last year like you said we came out of that funk Mm -hmm. win a couple then you take a step back start winning again more this game Obviously, we want to win, 
this is really one of those games where I really care more about how they play. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? If we lose a tough game, I'm not going to be all that worried about it. But if we come up and play like we did against the Jets, then tonight's game was for nothing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they, they go from the Rangers on Saturday to the Red Wings in Detroit on Wednesday. Winnable game. You play the way you play tonight, winnable game. Friday, which I guess that's Black Friday, right? Um, Three o'clock, uh, I guess, in Bo- Columbus, right? It's in Columbus, yes. Yeah, so Blue Jackets, winnable game. You know, you get those games. You Now you're at, you got yourself a four-game winning streak. You're feeling really good. Maybe Jack's back in the lineup. Maybe we hear a little bit about Nico coming back. It could be the start of something really good. Um, yeah, and if you but reassess like you said, the schedule at that point, if, if it goes the way you're saying, a quality game against the Rangers, winnable games at the end, if we win two of those three or maybe get five of those six points and we look at the schedule and the stands at that point, we're going to be happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and you're yep. going to say, okay, considering everything they've gone through, we're in a, a really good, good spot. Now we got to win those games first, of course, but it, it's very possible. It's in front of them. It's there. Hopefully, this team goes out and gets it. Yeah. Yep. Before we go any further, we'll give a shout out to uh, our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Kings of all drafts. They really are. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. And for anybody that looked at the lines before the Penguin-Devil game tonight, the Devils were getting a goal and a half. So if you took the Devils, you made out really good because they didn't just cover. They won by three, which was awesome. Wow. So download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Hmm? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccbg.org. Please play responsibly. And on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. They put that in twice. Why do they do that? They got to let everybody know. It's seven days. It's seven days. See DKNG.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. You got a a new set of letters in there. I remember the CPPBG. Now you got the CNDKALPF. Yeah, this is our this is our first hockey one that DraftKings has sent us. Which you know you would think that they probably would have started with that on account that we're part of a hockey podcast. They're like, oh, you guys are hockey, and oh, we have no idea. We just give everybody football. (laughs) I thought it was Uncle Fuckers. The Uncle Fuckers. No relation. Trademark infringement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when do we play Toronto? Let's see. Those flappy heads. Uh, those beady little that? eyes and those flappy heads. Have you guys started Christmas shopping yet? I'll tell you what. It's so hectic. <laughs> I can't stand how hectic Christmas is. Tell it us how hectic insane. it is. I swear, I understand why people stack up their family like cordwood because the hectic <laughs> holidays are just too much. You like, know what, what you can do to gain some sanity in your life and not have dark thoughts? You could do Black Friday and get it out of the way. 
it's the anticipation that kills you. Get it done now. And you're like, but I can't because I got to wait for the damn sale and I don't know what I'm going to do. Guess what? They're the Black Friday right now at Raycon. If you go to raycon.com slash THPN, you're going to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. Uh, it's amazing. They make the everyday earbuds, which you can wear every day. <laughs> they have 32-hour battery life, which is more than you need in a day, thus the everyday earbuds. So when you think about it, it's the best possible gift this holiday season. Don't forget this. They make a Magic 180 cable. It goes this way. It goes that. So what? <laughs> you can charge iOS, micro USB, type C. You can charge everything. 100 watt power. It can deliver power up to eight times faster. That's a lot of times faster. Uh, that They're not done because your water is filthy, New Jersey. Their faucet filter, ultra filters, will filter your tap water against everything wrong with New Jersey, namely chlorine and heavy metals. Uh, not heavy metal, Tony. Come back. It's heavy metals. It's a must-have for ensuring water, that you, water you use is actually healthy. Uh, Raycon is known for delivering high-quality, thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. So right now, get to Raycon.com slash THPN and get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buy Raycon dot com slash t h p n very nice yes very good dan there's uh yeah, I I, only dan can throw a goodfellas reference into a raycon ad that was good yeah. dude yeah best line anybody's any director's mother ever uttered <laughs> wasn't that joe pesci that said the line uh, what which one this what uh, this this one's, one's looking, looking this, this way. way one's looking like, that way so this what? one's going <laughs> that, that was Scorsese's mother and oh, it was she, Scorsese's mother. the best part is, I don't think she had written lines. He told her just to, like, talk to them like they're my friends. Right. And she kind of just nice. made that up. She ad-libbed that the best line that anybody's grandmother has ever That's said true. in a movie. Did you watch Killers yet? Not yet. I, I was so close to pulling the trigger on it one of these weekend evenings. I can't remember which one it was. And then I'm like, it's three and a half hours, dude. That's I don't think I could movie. do this in a theater. Uh, I might wait till it comes out, but I really did. It's on Netflix. See it. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll check it out then. It's one <laughs> of those. Watch it so, at your leisure. I, I looked at it. It was also in the local theaters. I thought, it was. I thought it was only out there. No, yeah. it's on Netflix. That's cool. I saw Scorsese's last film that way, and I was glad I did because that was also mega long, right? That the Irishman. I turned it off. I couldn't Dude, finish. That it. was I so that long. I was. I couldn't believe it was still going on. I feel like it was over four hours long. Was I don't it know good? If that's it should have been better in two hours, I think. It wasn't bad, but it was nowhere near as good as, like, Departed, in my opinion. You know, you know, people have strong opinions. If you feel like it was four hours and it wasn't, that's that's not good. No. I don't know if it was. I think it might have been. Oh. Right? What's your favorite Scorsese movie? That is a tough call. Um, boy, I don't know. I have been a, I think my most enjoyable one, I don't necessarily think is his best, which is for some reason, I will watch the fuck out of Gangs of New York. I love that movie. Yes. It's unlike a lot of his films. It's unlike all of his gangster series of films. Um, and it's definitely not a perfect movie, but there's something about it, the history of the Gangs of New York, the actual historical subject or whatever. And then I just love the way it flows. Daniel Day-Lewis is just fucking crazy and amazing. And they didn't work together too much. So for some reason, I got to pick that as my most enjoyable. 
even though I don't think it's probably as most critically acclaimed and I understand why. How about, about you, you, Bob? I'd actually need to know a few more, to be honest. I can't think of a ton off the head, but I do love that movie. I will yeah. give you all of Martin Scorsese's movies, but you know, off the top of my head, The Departed, uh, Gangs of New Departed, York, yeah. Goodfellas, uh, Raging Bull, Are you ranking Taxi them right Driver. Now? What? You're ranking them? No, just Bobby just asked for some. So I, I love was The Departed too. So I mean, Casino, right? Remember Casino? Yeah, Casino. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, let's see. Then you got like the this Pope is of like Greenwich Village. Pope picking your favorite band or picking your favorite band's best album. There's just all right. There's so so many you can go with. He is kind of like the Rolling Stones of directors, though, because yeah, he does he a is. lot of different eras, and he may not be my personal favorite at times, but boy, was he huge in the industry, you know? Uh, I know. I really love the fuck out of uh, Scorsese. He movie. did, uh, let's see, The Last Waltz, of course, The Last Temptation of Christ. I'm going to give waltz. you ones I'm like sure you probably me. saw, Bob. Cape you know, Fear, The Aviator. Oh, um, God, he yeah. did Cape Fear, the, yeah. the Nero Cape Fear. King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mean Street. Streets, Gangs in New York, Casino, yeah. The Departed, Raging Bull, Shutter Island, The Irishman, Wolf of Wall Street, oh, uh, Goodfellas, Taxi Driver. I didn't see Killers of the Flower Moon. Have you seen that? Not That's yet. his newest that one. Great. I kind of like um, Shutter DiCaprio's Island. DiCaprio's in that, right? Shutter Island, I thought was terrible. Yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny because I, I thought it was not so great at the first time I saw it, but I, I saw it again. And I really kind of dug it. I was kind of surprised how much I saw it. I had – okay. So I had read the book before I saw the movie. So, right, so you I knew did, the twist. I knew the twist. So it was kind of like, all right. And I'm not a huge fan of Mark Ruffalo. So he kind of killed it for me. I forgot he was Hulk. in that now that yeah. you said that, right? Yeah. yeah. He was the Hulk. That's right. He was the Hulk. How about, he was Smart Hulk too. He, I, I hate he was. Smart Hulk. That's the, would, the uh, that's what I wanted to hear. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved Goodfellas. I mean, that's just a fantastic movie. Oh, it's the most classic um, of classics. It's the most quotable movie maybe of all time. It's amazing. Mean Streets. I mean, that was yes. a fantastic movie. I wasn't a huge fan of The Aviator. Um, no, no. Uh, didn't like that. I kind of totally forgot that was even his movie. Good movie, but it's kind of like you know, once done, where some of the yeah. other ones you're naming, you can watch over and over again. I, I really like the Departed, the, uh, Departed, and Gangs of New York for me. I'd say, and I, I put the them in the same category, movie. kind of like Dan said. Yeah. Like they're not perfect movies. Like even the Departed. Like, did you have to show us the rat at the end, dude? Like we get yeah. it, you know. No, you the don't Departed was know, very but... good, but it was a little over the top at times. Where it's like, dude, you don't have to do this. Yeah, you, can, you know. Exactly, but I, uh, but I really dug the movie. I liked all the performances. I thought that was a great fucking movie. It's kind of cool uh, just having some of those actors together, you know? Yeah. Like Nicholson, you know, he never really got a chance to do a Scorsese movie. And when you watched him in that role, you're like, dude could have been really good in a lot of Scorsese movies over the years. Yeah. But never happened, you know, until then. Now, has he worked with Leo and De Niro together or no? They haven't this been in a movie This is the first time ever. Right? They made a big deal about it. Oh, this in, in this one, they're both in it? No, it was a stupid commercial or something. I forget oh. what it was. That was like a commercial uh, that he did for uh, something. So De Niro's not in Killers of the Flower Moon. I don't believe so. I got to double check. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So I, I, I just thought it was. Uh, I don't even know what it's about. It's about Native Americans and, you know. Uh, so right away I, it's sad. Well, it's interesting. It I like, well. <laughs> I I still like when he takes on historical stuff because I never thought of him as a historical guy until he did Gangs in New York. So I'm eager to see how it, how it shakes down. And I like his historical stuff. He does a good job. 
Yeah, and I'm not like, oh, I love historical movies necessarily. There's a lot of them I can't even watch. Or I just think they're just like, blah, I'll probably never see it again. Like Gladiator. I didn't really, you know. I didn't like that movie. Uh, I was in, I'm, and I'm, you know. Gladiator? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you liked it? Gluteus Max? I don't know. I haven't seen it in like 20 years, but I remember enjoying yeah. it. Robert De Niro is in Killers of the Flower Moon, so him and DiCaprio are in it together. Okay, so that's maybe what that commercial I saw was like kind of spoofing on. That makes more sense. Okay. Now, I, said that. now I want to see it more. Um, it was a big like, I don't know, credit card commercial or some shit they did. It was like Who did thing. Gladiator? That was, that was Ridley Scott, wasn't it? I think so, yeah, and, it, and with Russell Crowe. Yeah. Russell, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that was Ridley Scott. Uh, you know, that wasn't original. really that historical. No, the original Alien, yes, that was Ridley Scott's mm. best movie. Yeah, um, got a breaking tweet here. Ooh, tweet away. Amanda Stein that oh, says Timo Meyer will be quote unquote out short term, says Lindy Ruff. Like uh, waiting to get back to New Jersey to have a better update on his status. So oh my God, it may just be that we're running out like, the same lineup. We are dropping for the like fucking flies. Like short term uh, though, you know, a couple days maybe. They said that about Nico. Yeah, that's right. They're still saying that about Nico. <laughs> Oh boy! Right. This team uh, has got something cooking, even without him in the lineup. So, uh, hopefully, uh, they, if anything, they use this as a positive. The rest of the guys going, "Hey, everybody's panicking. They don't think we can do this." And if you do beat us, just remember that at some point, this team is going to be super healthy this year. And when they do, you're going to have to probably play them again. And you, you know, if you want to act like if the Rangers come and beat us and they act all, you know, like Ranger fans do around here, just oh, sure. yeah, stay quiet gonna... and just remember next time if Nico oh, not and, Jack be humble, and Timo are in it, we're just going to beat gonna... you down. There, I um, don't think you're going to find too many like. Uh, intelligently cautious Ranger fans. Like, oh, should no. the Rangers win this game, they're going to be like, "Where? That's it. We're the most like the playoffs didn't happen." Mm-hmm. Right, and that's fine. We'll use that. It's uh, their revenge game. For, for and then what do we say? Yeah, what do, they've been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah, what do we say to them if we beat them without Jack, without Nico, without we say, Timo? We say, we say enjoy your, you know, the flash in the pan head start to have. <laughs> you know, you're not coming through us. You know what I mean? Right. And we don't even have to say it. It'll just be obvious because they could have a great record and feel like they're really building on stuff. But you know this team looks at us as they stopped us in the playoffs. If we beat them on the season series, even if they're ahead of us at points, going into that series, they will feel like they are owned by us. And that's what we want. So yeah. the, the heads-up series is super important, more for them than for us, because I feel like you know this t- our team is – Definitely the better team with the higher ceiling. They've been playing fucked up hockey, and their team has bought into a very good coaching system, and they they will do well with it. But they really can't, you know, use it to beat our team if we're playing well. Yeah, I agree with you. I think we do have the better team, and uh, you know, even if, like you said, even if they do beat us uh, on Saturday, you are playing a shell of a devil team right now you could argue depending oh, yeah. on where your allegiances lie on our best players that our top three players out of the lineup maybe you could say one two and four if you think rats better or whatever sure, but sure. E- either way you slice it like you, that is the i think it's very safe to say that you we will be playing that game against the rangers three out of our five best players will be gone oh, i don't care how you stack them yeah. but yeah right. three stack out of our top five players will be. And, uh, Brad, and so that's like go back in the day the that's like Crosby, Malkin, Latang. Well, look at the Rangers. Flurry, all gone. Like just exactly. 
so we're playing the Rangers, right? And they don't have Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, or Shesterkin, or yeah. you know right. Panarin and Zibanejad and Shesterkin. That's where we're at. Guys, you know? like, What'd you say, Dan? I'm sorry. No, no, I was agreeing. It's just a, there's so many teams. You take their top three out. I mean, take the top two out of Edmonton. Is that a team you're afraid of in the least? No. Absolutely not. So they don't even need their top three out to be as, you know, in the same boat we are. And yeah. that, that shows you that we are a deep team. You know, it's pretty amazing to have three of your top five out and be uh, this potentially deadly if they just play their game. You know, just uh... – Tonight was uh, was so reassuring that okay, wait a second, maybe things aren't going to go completely off the rails. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just it was it was so nice to see tonight, and like you said, even without the big guys, we looked like a deep team tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was it, goals from Bastion. You know, goals from Curtis Lazar. That's what deep teams do. You know, yes. they get those third and fourth line guys pitching in and making things happen. And they played great games, not just a good shift where they scored a goal. They played all they all played really good games. Did you did you see when we played Toronto? I was just curious. Yeah, it's like March twenty sixth or something. We don't play them until March. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming we don't that play it Toronto amps up a little until bit. March. This Unless I missed like one. I just kept going latest. once a month, but that's yeah. amazing. I think I you're probably remember. right. That's, that's, that's we didn't play right. Boston last year until December. I know March is a little crazy. Oh, I think March there was one team that we didn't play until March. And he said late March. He said March 26th. Well, maybe like maybe it's our last three games in a row with them. Yeah, I guess so. We're going to see them a lot after that, right? Yeah, I mean, that, what do we play it, with March, the Atlantic? Sure. We play them three times. We play the Metro four times. And you play the, everyone in the West yeah, twice, right? Do. Which means in between April and May, we'll see them three times. That's that's a decent amount. It yeah. happens that way. Yeah. Do you, do you, oh, I thought you were going to say something about the Maple Leafs. Oh, no. no. No, I mean, why? Are you eager to play them again? Why did you bring them up here? No, because it was just I still have that bad taste in my mouth from the last time when they, they broke our 13-game winning streak, and I want revenge. That's true. So, and I don't even I give them the credit. When the refs have a hand in Exactly yeah. what I was yeah. going to say. If if you ask me, oh, how did that streak end? Well, the refs gave away that. Who was the team they gave away that game? Oh, yeah, yeah. it was Toronto. And I remember that because it was like, let me. It's Toronto. Let me call Toronto. Every, it always feels weird, like the, you know the the headquarters goal, in their home base. Every goal that went in. Oh wait, we're going to review that. Yeah, that's not a goal. What do you mean it's not a goal? Yeah, there was goaltender interference. He didn't touch him. Yeah, they said it was goaltender interference. Three when they call the booth, three goals. When they call Toronto to review. It's actually they go to the arena. Yeah, where it's actually reviewed. Actually, they called and the, the the linesman next to him cell phone rang and he picked it up. So they were just yeah, talking no, to no, each no. other. Yeah, no, they're just no, don't fucking, give them that. No, they're on, playing where, us, stupid. Who's your favorite team, stupid? Yeah. Uh, Toronto. Okay, then what are we doing here? It seems very homerish. I don't know. I I, I don't it know is. where they got to move the capital of NHL, but it shouldn't be in Toronto. <laughs> no, no. I think they should move it to San Jose. There will be no bias there. <laughs> yeah, that won't, that won't move the work. NHL headquarters to San Jose. But all right. So, quick little thoughts before we wrap up tonight about the Rangers Saturday. Anything that you guys want to share about what to look forward to? What you expect? What do you think is going to happen? Are you willing to actually put a score prediction out there? Whatever you want, Bobby. Go ahead pressure i'm really confident now coming out of this win i think they're gonna win i think they're gonna win by a very similar score maybe four to two okay and mercer's still gonna give me my three-point night so it's got it you got it down yep we'll see how about you dan devil's gonna win a close one it it, and it's gonna take 
a, one of their best games, you know, uh, definitely their best game this season for sure to, to do it in order to do it. And I, I'm confident that they will, but it's going to be a very close game. They're going to have to have everybody playing as good as they played tonight. And then some, because the Rangers are not going to let this one go easily. They're a good team. Uh, I can't see us scoring more than three. And I think we're going to win a close one, three to two. Oof. I'm not willing to put a score out because I honestly have no idea. I right. All I'm going to say us, about this game, I just – put a score out and now you're I not said if you wanted to. Yeah. I don't want to. I felt the pressure yeah. though. Um, yeah. Well, that's on I didn't read the fine print on All this. right, I'll throw I a score out. I'll throw no, a score out. The Devils – I just want to see them play – Shut out 5 nothing, right? Isn't that – 10, 10 nothing. <laughs> 10 nothing. Oh, I just want to see them play the way that they played tonight. I just want to see that right. consistency. That's it. You know, get on the board – keep things going. Um, you know, the Rangers have a tendency to strike first, um, and strike early. Uh, I think we have to stay out of the penalty box. Uh, I think they're probably saying the exact same thing that they need to stay out of the penalty box, even though the Rangers penalty power play is not as good as ours. For some reason against us, they just seem to score at will. So I want to stay out of the box. Um, this is probably the best goalie that we faced so far this year. So that's going to be a bit of a test, but I mean, you uh, just got to keep. Quick. What's that, Jonathan Quick? Oh wow! Would that be him? disrespectful? <laughs> they won't play. Well, no. Is Shusterkin healthy again? Is he back? Because I know he was hurt. He was it, hurt. Quick had a couple games, but I don't know. He's back, he right? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. If Quick is playing, I feel a lot better about us winning. But I haven't watched too many yeah. Ranger games. I've been so disgusted with hockey this last week. Like, I've watched the Devils, and I haven't watched any other stuff. I'm just like uh, – because I don't want to hear everybody else talking about how bad the Devils have been. That's our job. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, yeah, right. You know, this. it's much more fun when you listen to everybody praise our team and tell us how awesome they are. Yeah. So, you know. So, listen, before before we go, yeah, um, I'm trying to start that whole new Devils versus the world thing each week. But yeah, I don't really have a yeah. great one this week that would be worthy of a challenging, you Let's know, Google search or whatever. So uh, maybe I'll just pose this one that seems fitting for today as okay. the trivia question that it is. See if you oh, guys okay. can just so get it. So it's a trivia question. Yeah. So the last one was too. I just took it, put it down as a stat, and we went and Googled it. So on uh, this week in 2018, who had two goals and two assists and a plus four – and the Devils' 4-2 to win over the Pittsburgh Penguins? This is a great question. Okay, wait, wait. What was his line? It two was goals. two goals, two assists, plus four. I'm going to go Brat. Two goals, two assists, plus four against Pittsburgh last year, this week. No, 2018. 2018. Oh, yes. oh shit. I Brat thought was still there. Last I point. thought it was last year, too. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't know why I assumed that. Because in Pittsburgh, we were talking about the turnaround game. I just, yeah, this wasn't the best one this week, but it just happened to be against Pittsburgh, so I just thought I'd throw it out there. <sighs> All right, I'll take a guess. Hall. Igor Sharangovich. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to go with, for Chris. No, is, is Hall still with us in 2018? No. He's gone what? by then? Was he? No, he wasn't. No, he yeah. let, it might be. Bobby, Bobby's up. making it look like it's fucking Taylor Hall, so say Taylor <laughs> Hall. He said... I got to stick with it. He but said Hall. I, He's correct. It's Taylor Hall. It's it Taylor Hall. Hall. Okay. Yeah. That was that was he wasn't with them yet, Dan. Pick somebody else. I'm going to take Taylor Hall. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you win. <laughs> Congratulations, Chris. Hello. I, got yeah, I just Googled Mike. like this day in NHL. I didn't find anything specific right now, but I'll try to Bobby, get what do I there's win? better ones, we'll do it. What do I win? Um, bragging. You right. keep a score on this, right? 
I'm keeping score on the fact that the Devils are more relevant than the Rangers and all of the NHL. But my win tonight. Yeah, I'll just I'll just score? bank that for the next Devils time are you need it. Re- more is relevant. Reason to play this game, Bob. I, I need the, to know who the leader is. This is not is. the real game. This was simply a the Devils question. are more Wait relevant than everything I except a fake Dan. Game? This is not even the real game. No, you you tricked us with. If a fake you want to play the real game, you may Google right now this day in hockey history and see it if doesn't that matter. Is I just better. called it. I, you can Google. I told you I'm going to bank that for your ego next time you need a stroking. Well, I'm sure something has happened this day in hockey history. I'm sure something happened this day in hockey history that's a lot better than Taylor Hall having a four. Which is why game. I said it's not working this week. So wait, oh, so I just because it didn't go your way? No, 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 no. Right. Every week I look at the entire just... seven days of these stats that I have from the Devils. What I'm right. trying to find is something important that happened that we can challenge the rest of the league. Okay. This week right. there was nothing that stood out. So okay, of that game. okay, I got you. So I, I just you. asked you guys a trivia question. That's all. I, I still think I get a point. Is there any more you trivia questions for this week, or just I that one? Two points, please. I mean, I have trivia questions for the whole year. If we want to get into this down the Give road, us another one. Bobby's holding up. I just do a random book. I love it. Ready? What is it? This it's is, like I a devil joke this. book. I just bought this. First, I thought it was a program. It's from a certain season. It's not. You no, bought this book. This is book. the New Jersey Devils trivia It's a very thin book. book. How expensive was that book? The one with all the questions. This was like $4. It's almost a pamphlet. Yeah. I was all like right. ordering Ooh, some Amazon. Payne? I'm like, let me throw this into my cart. <laughs> we'll just do a random one. I just opened to a random page. Okay. A random one. Have some common sense. Okay. That's too easy. I like that, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Well, here we go. Guys. In the 1987-88 season, mm. the Devils were a perfect 3-0 and against which three teams? Now, see, this is a tough one. Yeah, it is a well, tough one. Well, you know, I didn't watch back then. 1988? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to guess. They were 3-0 and against the Chicago Blackhawks. The Okay, all right. Wow. Um, the Winnipeg Jets. Nope. Okay. It's got to be a Western Conference team, right? Yes. Yeah. So the Minnesota North Stars. No, but let me give Vancouver you Vancouver a... Canucks. Oh, wait. Yes. The North Stars. Yes. You got two of three. Now, hold on. Three. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, Dan, do you want to try to get the third team before I give Chris a clue? Well, he'd be giving you a clue, too. <laughs> no, but he's either going to answer it right or it just goes to you. <laughs> you did really well considering this was 1988. Did you guess? This, right? Well, I went Chicago because that was the biggest win of 1988 when we yeah. beat Chicago. Right. So I knew right. we had at least one against them. So that's let me try Chicago. And then I was thinking of teams that you pull it out of your ass weren't around or whatever. So it was kind of like what would make this kind of a cool trivia question? Like the Minnesota North Stars would make that like a cool trivia question because they're not here anymore. First you thought Winnipeg. Don't forget. I did say Winnipeg for the same reason. To be wrong. Yeah, but I think that's actually – yeah, I think you get a point, you lose a point, so you only get one point. Yeah. There's really no rules for this Dan's game. Math, I, I can answer I'm, all three right and get zero points. I'm, I'm going to be a point whore when it comes to your games. I want points. I want the most points. Okay. I'm well, writing that guess. down. Take a guess. Pick a, it's a Western Conference team, so you, you've already yes. narrowed it down. Right. It's 80, so you don't have 32 yeah. teams to work with. Right. Uh, that's why I'm going Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver Canucks. Chris, anything else? No, I like Vancouver. Is that a good guess? Depends. What's your favorite color? Purple. Yeah, it sucks. Dan, what's your favorite color? <laughs> um, 
Red, white. Are there yellow, any teams you know black. that have a color? Is the name of the team? Oh, St. Louis. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Wow. It's not the Blues that in the same the way, clue. but it's still What's blue. your favorite color? Was the clue? I'm thinking of a team that wears purple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought Bobby was just changing the game on us. What's your favorite? This is color? not a game. It's just for extra just, points. I just want to get the know. It's just a trivia book. No, but I thought Bobby was going to start. I just awarding to random points for choosing the right color. Like Chris missed his chance when he said purple. He's like, wrong answer. The purple's an awful color. No, you laugh now, your but favorite. these last five he, minutes of this podcast are going to be a hit. I know. But when you asked me, I was like, Chris, that's so silly. It's Of course, you can have whatever cover. It's white. And I just blurted it out. You had me go. I think, I think to really. Like, uh, am I racist? What did I just say? It's not even a color. Why would I just blurt that out? To increase our engagement, I think that we should play the back part of the show first. This is just going to take off. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's These idiots book. in their trivia book. They'll play it backwards. I do. I prefer the trivia book game a little bit better than the devil history game, but you have a whole trivia book, so we could do both, right? I don't we like the both. part and, and, where okay, I'll, cool. do I'll only work, bring Bob, up. I got to the... tell you the truth. I like tonight's game's version, both versions well, better. Okay. Because when you ask me to Google, I'm like, I don't want to fucking Google. I'm not lazy. <laughs> it's too much work for me. Here's the thing. I can't, I'm going like, to always never win that game. I'm the owner of the trivia <laughs> book. So yeah, if, if we were just to do this all the time, I can never play the game. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I just figure I'd just, throw out some here's random what we shit. Do. You're like Pat Sajak. We just, just mail, we the mail this book around, guys. We just mail it around. And, I mean, you guys uh, have a three-way competition. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm spending $4 on a devil book? <laughs> no, you just have to uh, – Bobby's going to send it postage paid. And and Good. you're just going to mail it to me, and I'll mail it to him, and, and Bobby's going to pay for all of this. Wait, make sure you send the return envelopes and everything, Bobby. Yes, okay. Because we'll we're too cheap to buy our own copies we'll of what is a four dollar book <laughs> from it really Amazon. Looks, it looks very thin. You can order it now. You can have it by the time you wake up. I think you just read half the book to us tonight. It's it's a very thin book. I'm it's kind of bummed that the Devils don't have a bigger trivia book. <laughs> no, there's, there's, a, a, there's a lot of questions on each page. Okay. Like okay. just multiple questions. There's like nothing on the bottom third of the page. No, no, no. <laughs> questions, <laughs> answers. Like one book. whole page of like Scott of, Gomez questions. That's a waste of paper. Did it come with right. any Give us one more question. All right. Random question. Random question. <laughs> Give me a question. <laughs> I can't do that one. Hold on. Okay. See, that one's hard. That's what she's saying. Yeah, you think so. Is it big words? What is it? You want an easy one? Yes. Okay. Which um, of these two devils were winners of the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year? You have three seconds. Martin Burdor. Oh, damn it. That's the two, one I had. <laughs> one. Kirk no, Muller. Kirk Muller. <laughs> Kirk, Kirk I, said, I said Mueller. Kirk Mueller. I just Bernie said Sanders. it's funny because I just said there's a whole page of questions about Scott Gomez, and that's the answer. Oh Scott shit, Gomez. he did get the call there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. Damn it, Kirk Mueller. Yeah. All right, well we're gonna say. we're gonna we're gonna bounce on that note. So uh, any place that you guys are listening to us, please give us a like, a positive review, a five star rating. It goes a long way to promote our stupid little podcast that we do. So uh, for Dan, Bobby, I'm Chris. We're the Uncle Puckers. Big devil win. It's a good night. We'll see you when we see you. Hook us out. Bye-byes. Bye-byes. That's what you do now? Bye-byes. Bye-byes. That was a new one. Bye-byes. That's like your Borat bye. (laughs) What's my wife?
It's over, Johnny. It's over. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I like